0: It's that time of year again, a special edition of the Down and Nerdy Podcast for the week of Christmas Is our best interview moments of 2018. I'm James Witham, so happy that you decided to spend part of your holiday listening and looking back at some of our best moments of the uh, so many interviews that we did in 2018. We're going to give you 10 of them. This is in no particular order, by the way. We're not going to rank these or anything like that. But I would love to hear if any of your favorite moments did not make the list. So just tweet the show at Down and Nerdy seven five seven. Let me know if any of your favorite interviews, interview moments, did make the list. I'm actually going to be sharing some of the best shows from the past year during this week as well. So if you want to go to Facebook.com/DownAndNerdy or any of our other social media pages, you'll be able to see that on there as well. So let's get things started, shall we? You know, one of the biggest things that happened in 2018 was the Save Lucifer movement. It has also been a very popular year for John Constantine, whether it be on Constantine's City of Demons in animation or on DC's Legends of Tomorrow. So on a special edition of the podcast, I got a chance to interview Matt Ryan, who, of course, is the voice of Constantine and is playing Constantine in live action as well. And the subject of possibly a Constantine and Lucifer meeting came up. Hear what he had to say about that. Now, of course, there is a, a ton of villains that you could draw from, from Justice League Dark and the Hellblazer comics. And do, during your research, were there any that stuck out, stuck out and said, man, I really hope I get to work with this particular villain at some point?
2: Oh, there's so many. There's so many uh, from the Hellblazer comics, from the New 52 and from the Hellblazer Rebirth as well. And also from the whole DC universe. Um, one of the characters uh, that I love, my favorite storyline arc from the Hellblazer comics is uh, Dangerous Habits. Oh, where yes. John interact. Yeah, that's my favorite one, and he interacts with Lucifer, you know, um, and I think that that's a really interesting dynamic there, and, uh, but there's so many that could be explored, man. Um, yeah, I, I would say Lucifer, probably.
0: Now, I want to touch on that for a second, actually, because someone recently asked showrunner Joe Henderson for Lucifer if we'd see Constantine on Lucifer at some point. Now, I know there's no plans for that, but how great would it be to be able to work with Tom Ellis and the cast of that show as John Constantine?
2: Hey, that would be that would be really good fun, you know, uh, from what I've learned of playing this character over the last four years is never say never, you know, but uh, uh, yeah, as, as I said, there's so many fantastic ex- uh, characters to, to, to explore with John in terms of their relationship and, and Lucifer will be one and Tom Ellis does a fantastic job at, at playing Lucifer and uh, that could be a fun thing. This is Matt Ryan from Constantine City of Demons, and you are listening to the Down and Nerdy Podcast.
0: Moving on in our best interview moments of 2018. It was a big year for YouTube, especially for original series. I got to tell you, it might have been highlighted by Cobra Kai, and we know that the second season is already done filming. It's going to be coming out. I get a chance to talk to Mary Mouser, who played Daniel's daughter, Samantha, on the show. And a big discussion in the Karate Kid world was whether or not Daniel... LaRusso is actually the villain of the Karate Kid stories, so you know I had to ma- ask Mary about that. I loved her answer, too. There's kind of a debate that Karate Kid fans have had for years. I think it's crazy, but I wanted to get your take on it. And it was actually addressed in this first season as well. Is Daniel LaRusso the real villain of the original Karate Kid movies? Oh,
1: my goodness. All right. I have heard this, from especially from Sholo, because, you know, Sholo, obviously, he's Team Cobra Kai. Right. So all throughout filming any opportunity he got he'd be like he'd be like so uh, i remember that time when uh when daniel bullied johnny i'm like oh shut up like, <laughs> not, like i'm i'm a Larusso at this point right like i'm in the family now so in my mind of course there is there's no question who the bully is and honestly from a viewer's perspective i'm on the side of daniel and we're all like teenagers we all make mistakes in the mm-hmm. way that we handle situations and we all make you know, we all make decisions that are snap decisions, that are emotional decisions that maybe come from the right place, but aren't executed well. So I'm sure there are plenty of moments there where he needed a talking to. But it definitely, I still believe that Johnny was a bully and, and Daniel was, you know, standing up for himself in a way. Hi, my name is Mary Mauser from Cobra Kai, and you're listening to the Down and Nerdy Podcast.
0: Another great show that we're looking forward to in 2019, coming back for its second season, is Siren on Freeform. And before the first season actually premiered, to got a chance to talk to star Aline Powell, who plays Rin, And apparently she's not very shy about singing in public. Check this out. Well, speaking of songs, I mean, is there any song that you love so much that you'll just literally stop everything when you hear it? Oh,
3: that's such a hard question because I've, I've loved the song. Okay, I'll just, oh yeah, okay, Queen, Bohemian Rhapsody. I don't care
1: where I am. Yes. I will just go for the big like the high opera thing. It is. I have no shame. I will go there in public.
0: <laughs> so, so it doesn't matter where you are, in the middle of a crowded room. You're just going to belt it out and hit the high notes and everything.
1: I once did it on a plane. It was June takeoff, wow. so it was. Uh, it wasn't as noticed. It wasn't noticed as much. Um. But yes. But still, I, I definitely can't help to um, help the boogie and the jiggling away amount.
0: I think that's like an Instagram or a Twitter video waiting to happen, to be honest, Aline.
1: Oh god. And <laughs> um, well someone has to catch me out. This is Aline Powell from Sign on Freeform. And you're listening to the Down and Maddie
0: podcast. It's hard to go through the best interview moments of twenty eighteen without finding something from the magicians on sci-fi. You know it's one of my favorite shows. Talk about it on the podcast as much as we possibly can. And it was so great to get to talk to Katie herself, Jade Taylor on the show this past year. It was actually the week of a blizzard here at the Dan and Nerdy Podcast Studios. So behind the curtain, this interview actually almost didn't happen, but so glad I get a chance to talk to Jade Taylor. And apparently she has a lot of keys. Trust me, this is pretty interesting. We know that the quest kind of involves finding keys and that's almost all yeah. we know about it. And, that, and that's cool. We'll find out on Wednesday, but what's something that yeah. you always seem to lose that you find yourself looking for? I
1: mean, yeah, keys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it that simple? Um, just keys, keys? That's, that's actually <laughs> keys. Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> well, I have, yeah, I have so many keys. That would be one. Yeah, no, I, um, what do I lose? I don't really lose much, actually.
0: Here, here's the question, though. Out. How many I, keys do you yeah. have that you don't know what they are? Because I've got, like, half of mine that I have no idea.
1: Really? See, you don't want to know how many keys I have, but I know what every single one is. Wow. Because like, I, have, I have three different... This is weird. I have three different homes right now, and I have a storage unit, and I have three different mailboxes. So imagine the amount of keys, and each one of them has about wow. four different locks to like get in. So I have a lot of keys.
0: So I'd be I'd be so uh, it was, confused.
1: It was <laughs> so I be so com- like I I make them different. Like one of my keys is a leopard key, so I know
0: exactly what that nice. one's for. Nice. <laughs>
1: You make them him, creative.
0: <laughs> I feel like you've got a key um, for your keys somewhere so you know what all of them are, just in case you forget.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. This is Jay Taylor from The Magicians, and you're listening to the Down and Nerdy Podcast.
0: We're at the halfway point of our best interview moments of 2018, and you know the Rampage movie actually was a lot better than a lot of people expected. Got to do double duty for that movie, actually. One of the stars of the movie, David Ahn, was on the show and he talked about, I was asking what animal he would make bigger or smaller, and he told a hilarious story about pandas. Check this out. David, we know there are some enormous, monstrous animals in Rampage, so I have to ask you, what giant animal would terrify you the most, and what one small animal would you make bigger if you could?
1: Oh, <laughs> great question. A uh, Giant animal that would, oh. It would definitely be like a spider, a giant shelob type spider would scare the bejesus out of me. Tiny animal that I would make bigger, probably like a rabbit or like a chinchilla. I think that'd be pretty cute to just be able to, you know, just like dive into them and it's like all plush.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So you're looking for the extra fluff factor. (laughs) Yeah, the extra fluff factor. That's really what it is. Like one of those giant, like, girly poof pillows that they have, kind of like that sort of thing? <laughs> yeah. my uh, I had a girlfriend that
1: had an obsession with pandas because she just wanted to jump into his belly because she thought pandas were
2: really <laughs> soft and soft. And when we, when we went to finally
1: do some type of, like, feeding sanctuary where you can, like, touch pandas but also feed them and stuff, uh, their hair is so coarse. And she was like, my dream is broken.
0: <laughs> I can't do it anymore. And yeah. so is the dreams of anyone listening to this That's ever wanted to go to had <laughs> oh, a I'm panda i <laughs> so Go save the pandas Everyone save the
1: pandas this is David on from The Rampage Movie, and you're listening to the Down and Nerdy
0: Podcast. Got to hit the road quite a bit, actually, in 2018. Of course, getting a chance to go to San Diego Comic-Con 2018, and getting to go inside the press room is always a pleasure, especially when we get to talk to Tam- Tom Cavanaugh, who, for the second time, for the second year in a row, has made our best interview moments of the year this time for 2018 when I asked him about directing the 100th episode of The Flash and, well, this was his reaction. And you're directing the 100th episode, right? So no pressure there. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm what? i <Maybe> a towel. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> <laughs> well,
4: the 100th. I thought you said I'm directing 100 episodes. No, you're directing and... the 100th, the show on the CD. Oh, good. You that's take a... on uh, that's that that's a low. show. Yeah.
0: Um, yes,
4: I am. My way of directing the flash is simply this. It's like, action. Cut. Brilliant! (laughs) And then I just ride their coattails to victory. I point the camera at them, I get out of the way, I watch them be their immense talent that they are, and then I just, you know, go have a sandwich yeah literally it's nice work if one can get it and there's a sandwich waiting for you yeah he makes me sandwiches well
3: actually we, we, we have Hartley but he puts him on the
4: hot t- yeah. yeah he puts him really high up yeah. Yeah. so that I'm not eating too much sandwich and getting unhealthy but then Hartley goes that's why oh, yeah. he hired a tall guy so he can grab he's sandwiches only one so me sandwiches on the top
3: shelf yeah hi this is Melissa Rockford from Manifest and you're listening to the Down and Nerdy
0: I mentioned being a big year for YouTube and another great series that premiered on YouTube Red this year was Impulse and I got to talk to Sarah Desjardins on the show about that and i actually went back through her twitter feed i mean one of the things this year is celebrities getting called out for their old tweets right well i had one ready for sarah check this out taking a little bit of a break from the show here i gotta ask you about something that you tweeted early on in april that i thought was really interesting and something that we've touched on on the show before now it seems like okay. you were kind of venting some frustrations about a lot of oh the my and the remakes that seem to be popping up lately oh yes. So if that was the case, then what frustrates you the most about that? And do you feel like original ideas are really given an equal opportunity to find their way onto the screen in the first place?
3: All right. So, yes, I, I wasn't sure what tweet you were going to be talking about, but this one, yeah. So I do, I do find it really frustrating because I just think there are so many original ideas out there. I have such a hard time believing that we're resorting to all these reboots because, There's nothing else. There has to be. And I do understand. I I feel like they're not given an equal opportunity because the other aspect of doing all these reboots is the shows that have been successful, have a built-in fan base, and, um, like, uh, studios feel they can make money off of it, which I totally understand. And I know that it gives a lot of people opportunities, and I definitely believe that there are some reboots that are done well, Um. And I, I want to plug a little bit. I think I heard you, I hear you talking about it. There was um my my beautiful friend, Sarah Jeffrey. She plays one of the sisters in the new Charmed reboot. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I saw the trailer for that the other day, and I was skeptical that they were remaking Charmed. But I think it's it's a different take on Charmed. It's not exactly the same, and I feel like it could do really well, and I'm really excited for her. But yeah, I think... I just don't think that original scripts are given the same opportunity now. That's my opinion.
0: Do you also kind of feel like for fans of whatever that original thing is, you're kind of opening yourself up to even more criticism than maybe an original idea. Would you say that's kind of fair?
3: Oh, absolutely. I mean, a good example for me would be one of my favorite shows of all time, Gilmore Girls. And when I found out that they were making a year in the life, I was beyond excited, but then I I watched it and it, the right i don't just nothing nothing was as strong it wasn't as there it felt more forced and it it definitely opens yourself up to more criticism because sometimes like you have to end a good thing on the note that it ended on and some some things aren't meant to be continued hi i'm sarah desjardins from impulse and you're listening to the down and nerdy podcast Another
0: thing we got to do in 2018 was go down to D.C. for a big event that D.C. Entertainment and Warner Brothers and D.C. Comics was holding called D.C. in D.C., and we had a big premiere night for Gotham by Gaslight, which is still one of the best animated movies of the year as far as I'm concerned. And Getting to talk to Bruce Greenwood was so, so amazing, and, you know, of course, returning as the voice of Batman, and I had to ask him, of course, he's also Christopher Pike in the Star Trek series, right, so I had to ask him what would happen. If Batman walked into Starfleet. If mm. Batman walks into Starfleet, how does that go? Oh, the fur is going to fly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if Batman walks up to Pike, mm. that's really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, I guess Pike would just go take off a stupid suit. <laughs> and then batman grab him by the throat and shake <laughs> <the light laughs> <on> him like <laughs> him.
2: This is Malcolm Barrett from Timeless, and you're listening to the Down and Nerdy Podcast.
0: Almost wrapping up our best interview moments of 2018, going back to San Diego Comic-Con, and how could we not? Because for episode 225 of the show, I revealed our press interviews from the Death of Superman premiere that happened at San Diego Comic-Con, and of course, Jerry O'Connell being the voice of Superman, Rebecca Romaine being the voice of Lois Lane. Well, they are husband and wife in real life, so I had to ask them, I mean, who would know better? What's the best aspect of... Clark and Lois's relationship. The response I got, though, quite hilarious. What do you think is the most interesting aspect of Clark and Lois's relationship? Well, in depth of Superman, I think it's the fact that Clark
4: has yet to tell Lois that um, he's not only Clark Kent. So that's, that's pretty interesting when you're yeah. withholding a secret like that. I think the weight of that knowledge for Lois Lane really becomes apparent when she witnesses the huge battle between Superman and Doomsday. Um, I think it really, I mean, obviously it's a lot to take on when your boyfriend tells you that he's not exactly who he said he was. But, yeah, I think watching this massive battle go down, it makes it that much more emotional. To do research for this, I did go out to dinner with Rebecca. (laughs) And I told her I was super... You told her your secret identity.
1: This is Aaron Pierre from Krypton
4: on Sci Fi, and you're listening to the Down and Nerdy podcast.
0: For our last best interview moment of 2018, you have to know that when you're in the Aero Press Room at San Diego Comic Con, that when Emily Bett Rickards and Echo Kellum sit down at a table together, things are going to go off the rails pretty quickly. And a simple question about how they have chemistry on the show turned into this.
4: Zero. This class. Only physics. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. only physics. <laughs> only fi- a little biology. No chemistry physics here. Physics doesn't get yeah. you shit. No, physics it doesn't. doesn't get you anywhere. I don't care how many G's I'm moving. <laughs> Whoa. Give me that chemistry. So many G's, Whoa. man.
1: You know what, there should be
4: some, there should be some like, it's a G-Force thing shirts going on. Like, it's a G thing. It's a G-Force yes. thing. Yes, yes. I think you I just made a billion dollars. Come
1: here, come here, come here. Excuse me, sir, stop talking. Gotta go. We gotta go. I have to go.
4: talk to my business manager. <laughs> We're all over, to mention All over. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> My secret socks didn't have any fucking G Force because they're all the way down my shoe. Her socks are rolling all the way into her shoe guys. It's a nightmare. You guys ever walk like that? It's a nightmare. A designer drug called G Force in the show, we should pitch that. Yeah, we should yeah. have one. <laughs> What's the, what's the, uh, where's, where's our boss, Beth? Beth. <laughs> Beth. We have an we, idea for the show. We need a designer drug on the show called G Force. Yeah, Vertigo's allergy. Vertigo's
0: for Yeah, Vertigo's so elastic. Yeah. Vertigo's year. like
4: so, <laughs> It's 2008. Vertigo's 2008. Let's like be real. The new thing. It's the new hotness. <laughs> Interesting. okay. Yeah. It needs to be hot. Uh-huh. Listen, 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 listen. Hear listen. us out. What the, real, real quick, real listen. Quick. Okay. Okay. So, 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 so what happens so is so much so gravitational I know what's happening here. I know what's happening here. What's happening? Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. We're G-forcing yeah. you right now.
1: Whoa. That's a G-force. It. All
3: right, so we
4: That's think possible. it's official. It's yeah. going to happen. This, this yeah. is about. Right Boom. Boom. All right, guys. We'll see <laughs> <laughs> So much rewriting to do. Uh,
3: <laughs> Beth. Beth,
4: we got another idea. We got a great <laughs> idea. Beth. How okay. much rewriting okay. is that? Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. so listen. Okay. So, so listen. Listen. listen, check it out. Listen. So, listen. Listen. so we were just talking right here, right now listen. in front right of all of them. all these people that here. So we're breaking right news here. to you guys right yeah. now, right? This is spoiler, 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 spoiler. Spoiler, spoiler, Everybody around spoilers? Okay, good, gets a car. Right. She goes really fast. She goes super fast. Super, super fast. And then she enters. And then, the G-Force. force yes. <laughs> and then they start doing the drugs. Okay, here we go. I think that's we're it. Allen. There we go. We're really, yeah, yeah. we are really being efficient. <laughs> oh, sorry.
1: Bam, bam, bam. We got an
4: idea. Come here, Bam.
1: He's a producer. Come
4: here. We got an idea for yeah, you. Yeah, we got an idea. We, we want we to pitch an idea, idea to yeah, you. Yeah, we got an idea. Come we
1: got here. an idea. He's like busy. He doesn't
4: want to. Oh, you're doing Do you it. Do you see what we have to work every day? It's like, Emily, we can't talk uh, to you right Juliana, now. Juliana, we have an idea. Come Juliana, here, Juliana, Please, Juliana, Jul Come here, come we here. know you have no, you in have no clue the show, in the writing of the show, but listen, listen, but if listen. If we can get her on board, then listen. I think that would really oh, do yeah, okay. it. Right? Together, okay. okay. to together we can, together we can, together we can. Listen together. Ready? Yes. okay. Okay, so. so the thing is, we were just talking right now in front right. of all these people. All these people, right. these people right? No. So you heard of the drug vertigo. Vertigo, yeah. yeah. Right. But think about it, vertigo was not hot anymore. Right. Yeah. And instead, uh-huh. it was
3: g force g Boom.
4: How's that sound? I love it. Boom! And it's happening on the show. Don't you Don't you already feel it? G-Force? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's literally G-Force. Like when your face gets sucked. No, no, up. no. But no. also a drug. <laughs> but <laughs> also a real drug oh, that makes I, you up. So, so what did you oh, want? Oh, so okay, G-Force. Bam, bam. G-Force, please. Okay, yeah, Okay. No, I love it. Do it. I'm, okay, I'm gonna so. It right we got okay, it. okay. Are you Listen. good with our idea? I don't know what the, what the idea is. Shake, shake on it, shake on it. Just agree Korean designer drug. Oh man. Oh man. I can't believe he sold us out like that. It's
1: so hard to sell an idea in this town. Yeah. This
4: is why so many people give up on the dream right there when he did to us. So many people absolutely great input. No. Absolutely.
0: That's it. Our top ten interview moments of twenty eighteen. Man, I gotta tell you, there were so many good ones. You have no idea how hard it is to choose ten moments out of fifty-two weeks out of the year for something like this, and hopefully you enjoyed. All of those 52 weeks, but those 10 in particular. If I missed any, hey, let me know. At Down and Nerdy 757. Let me know what some of your favorites were by tweeting the show there. You can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash down and nerdy, and at down and nerdy 757 on Twitter as well. But the only reason we're still here, the only reason this show is still happening is because of you listening to the show, sharing the show, just coming back week after week. Every second you spend listening to the show, you guys have no idea how much I appreciate it. We're going on five years coming up in 2019 with no plans on stopping anytime soon because of you. Going to travel as much as we can, get you to as many of the stars of the comic book world, entertainment, movies, TV, you name it. We're going to cover it for you coming up in 2019 for the fifth year of the Down and Nerdy podcast. But for this week, that's going to do it. And next week, we are not done for the year, by the way. Going to have David Mazouz on to talk about the final season of Gotham on Fox. That's right, Bruce Wayne himself is going to talk all about No Man's Land and The Legend of the Dark Knight and everything that's going to be going on on Gotham this season. He's going to dish a little bit with us. Coming up for our last show of 2019. For right now, have a very Merry Christmas and... Happy holidays, whatever you're celebrating. I hope it's a wonderful one with friends and family and nerds, because remember, you never have to apologize for being a nerd. So let your fan flag fly. Be good to your fellow nerds.